So the fact that you are even listening to this, the fact that you are putting a plan together, that you are trying to figure out how to get started and it means you've already taken some action. There's still more to come and that stuff's going to be scary and it's going to challenge you as well, but it's no small thing. This is the Doing It Online podcast with your host, serial entrepreneur, six and seven figure funnel strategist and super nerd, Kate McKibben where every week we're here talking nerdy and sharing the things that actually work to help you do what you do online, but better, easier, and with a ton more profit too. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello guys. It is Kate here from hellofunnels.co and welcome to episode number 84 of the Doing It Online podcast. Today, we are going to get a little bit actionable. You guys know that's how I like to roll. It's always fun to share new tactics, new strategies. But the thing is that when you are trying to grow your business, when you're trying to you know, get some momentum happening, when you're trying to make some big leaps forward, what you really need is not just one tactic here or one thing to try there. You need a step-by-step action plan. Like this is kind of what I've become really known for is what our clients really love. Like inside eCourse Empire, that's what we do. We give people step-by-step action plans based on where they're at, where they want to go, the type of business that they have. You know, it makes it really easy for people to understand what they need to do now and then next. And also, of course, like inside the program, we have templates and trainings and, you know, support and all that good stuff. But today we're going to strip back that part and we're just going to talk about the plan because the plan is step one, right? You need to first know exactly what you should be doing, what you need to be doing. And there's so, I know everyone has a to-do list. It's a mile long. And to get that growth that you want, it's so important that you spend your precious time and energy on the right tasks and in the right order as well. So over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be sharing some of our favorite and most popular action plans based on different stages of business. And we're going to go through them step by step, what you need to be doing, what you need to be focusing on, and a few you know hints and tips along the way that I know are common things that come up in these different stages. So today, the stage that we're looking at is we're going to ground zero. We're talking to the people who have no email list and no offer. The other stages are just so you know, so you can kind of bookmark it at the back of your mind. If this isn't your stage and you want to come back to a more relevant one in the following weeks, uh, stage number two is people who do have a bit of an audience, um, but, but no offer, no leveraged offer, nothing that they can sell in a, like by leverage, I mean something they can sell to a hundred people or a thousand people or two people. And it, it's, you know, it's not about them doing it one-on-one. Stage number three, people who have an offer, but it isn't a hell's yes offer. So they've gone and they've created something, whether it's a, an online program or a coaching program or a membership site, or there's lots of different types of offers, but it's still, it's like getting blood out of a stone. Like it's there, they know it's good, but they haven't quite cracked the code to make it sell easily yet. So that's the next sort of phase where a lot of people get stuck. And again, it's totally different set of tasks, set of things you need to focus on to fix that phase and to move through the next one. Phase number four, people who have an offer and it sells well, like yes, yay, and they are just ready to scale big. So this is normally when people, this is not so much a roadblock, but it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could do, so many things to try. And this is where people kind of go often into like this scattergun approach of trying to figure out, you know, exactly what they need to do 
to take this thing which is working and you know with the current audience that they have and try and make it bigger and quite often again they might choose the wrong thing do them in the wrong order don't realize that different types of offers work better for different types of you know different types of marketing and vice versa and so again you can end up quite stuck here which sucks because you're like I've got these puzzle pieces and why is it not growing And then the fifth stage is people who have scaled. They are seeing some good growth, which is great. So they've gone through all these other phases, but the wheels are starting to fall off. They're going to hit a ceiling. They're going to get burnt out. They're going to have issues with delivery, with staff. Things are going to start getting expensive. There's a whole nother sort of set of challenges. So we're going to go through each of these different phases in an episode each over the coming weeks. Um, As I said, today we're starting at the start for people who have no list and no offer. And even if you're not at this phase, if you're like, I'm further down the track, maybe still listen in because growing your email list is obviously something that is not a one and done situation. It's something that you're always going to need to be focusing on, always need to plan for. You know, this episode, we're really going to be focusing in on list building as well. So you'll probably pick up a few extra tips and hints there. Okay. My lovelies, the people who are listening to this, who are our ground zeroers, our just getting started people. I I've realized that this is a terrifying place to be. And I just want to take a second to applaud you and say, well freaking done for doing the scary thing. Because the number of people out there who say, oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, I could totally do that. I've got all these ideas. I never take any action. You know, it's like it's a hundred to one. So the fact that you are even listening to this, the fact that you are putting a plan together, that you are trying to figure out how to get started and it means you've already taken some action. There's still more to come and that stuff's going to be scary and it's going to challenge you as well, but it's no small thing. And I think that you should know and you know, you got to, you got to celebrate these, these wins as they go along. So well done. And just know that I know that it's freaking scary. I've started from scratch three times myself. So <laughs> it doesn't get less scary. You just get better at handling it. So there's a few different scenarios where you could be in this, you know, here, no list, no offer, and, and wanting to get started and creating an online business of some sort. So maybe Previously, you already had a brick and mortar business. Maybe you were a, you know, a graphic designer and you worked sort of one-on-one with people. And now, you know, you're coming to that realization that, hey, I would, I would like my business to be bigger, but I don't want to be the one who is doing that. I don't, you know, to, you start to think about how big it could be. And then you go, oh my gosh, that means I need a thousand clients. And there's no way I could serve that. I don't really want to be an agency. I don't want to have to deal with that side of things. Like, what else can I do? How else can I package up my genius, my, you know, my passions, the stuff I love to help people with? How can I help more people? All of that stuff. Like that's usually the kind of what brings you to this, this point. And you may or may not be very burnt out when you get here, or you might be someone who's brand new coming into the space. Maybe you're a newly trained yoga teacher and you know that you want to do something more than just doing the odd in-person class here and there. Like, yes, you want to do that too, but you want to come out and build an empire. You want to make a big impact. You've got lots of ideas and you're ready to put them into place. You found yourself here going, what do I do? Like, do I create my offer first? Do I create my website first? Do I, you know, I'm going to need people to sell it to. And it's this, this real chicken and egg thing, right? At this phase. Let me hopefully break it down for you and just make it a little bit more simple. 
So this, when I say, and the other thing I should put a little caveat, when I say no list, I mean anyone with less than a thousand people on their email list. And that might sound like a lot, a thousand. And when you think about it, if they're all standing in front of you, that, that would be a lot. But with the way that things work with online marketing and the fact that only a certain number of people are going to see each email you send and then a small number will click on it, that's kind of the number that you need to start being able to, you know, profitably promote your offers and, you know, get a good return when you do put in the effort of, of putting an offer out there or doing a launch. So that's always our first sort of benchmark for people when like people come into our program. That's one of our milestones is get your first thousand people on your list. And it's really, it's, it's priority number one. And so, you know, is this something that will take a few months and that is okay. The number of the amount of time it takes really depends on the amount of energy that you can put into it. This phase is also a phase of a lot of hustle and it's not sustainable amount of hustle. And I don't recommend you ever sort of do, you know, the energy go- that you're going to be putting out in this phase is a lot, but don't worry, it's not forever. Just know this is a, this is a contained moment in time where you just got to head down, bum up, got it to get that, that number of people on your list that will help you to get that momentum. And then after that, there's there's ways of systemizing it more. After that, you'll be having you getting some revenue in and you'll be able to invest in some things that are going to make it all easier. But for now, this is the like for the bootstrappers, this is no grindstone time. So before we go into the strategies of growing your list, creating your offer, there's a couple of things you need to have in place first. And everyone needs this, no matter what stage of business they're at, but they're not things I want you to spend months creating. Like these are things you need to get done quickly so you can move through to everything else. But if you don't have these done yet, the rest is going to be difficult. The first thing you need is just a very simple, basic website. You can go and get a template and like, you don't need a lot of pages. Like it could even be a one pager, but you just need something that people can, are going to be able to go look and find you. And it looks professional and it has the basic details. So it could just be about you, like, you know, short information about you, a way for people to contact you, whether that's email or they're going to go follow you on a certain social media or a form to fill out if they want to get in contact with you. And better yet, if you have some testimonials or other social proof, have that on there as well. You don't have the other pieces in place yet. Like you don't know what your offers are. You don't, so you don't need really much more than that. I'd also recommend that whichever software you're using to create this website is one that's also connected to some kind of blogging because just to help you get started with growing your organic traffic, you're going to need to be creating regular articles or blogs and publishing them on your own site. So that's, we'll talk about that in a second. That's the third thing that you need. But while you're setting up your website, you, as part of that, you also need a blog. Okay. Second thing you need is a very, very valuable opt-in. Uh, an opt-in is also known as a lead magnet. We call them an opt-in bribe, some kind of freebie. It's basically something you create that can be delivered digitally. So it could be an audio file. It could be a PDF. It could be a template of some sort. It could be a, you know, one click install thing for Canva or for Trello or whatever. It just has to be something that you can basically send people a link in an email and they get it and you don't have to be actually manually giving it to them and it doesn't cost you anything to send it to them. So those are kind of, but it needs to be really, really valuable. Like, yes, people should pay for it, but at this stage, they're not gonna. So it's okay. You're give, at the moment, don't worry about overgiving. You want to do that. You want people to be wowed. You're a new kid on the block, so you need to make a splash and it's totally okay to overgive at this stage. You people pull it back a bit later on when you actually have offers and things because you don't want to sort of 
take over from your offer and give away just everything for free. But while you're in this phase of just needing to get people on your list and needing to make a good first impression, you want people to be talking about you. You want people to be sharing your stuff. You want people to come in, download it, go, wow, this is amazing. How good would it be to work with this person? That's what you want. Something really, really valuable. And this is something we go deep on inside Ecos Empires, figuring exactly what can that be and how can that be something that's not going to take you weeks and weeks to set up. Like we want you to get this done in a day so you can move on to the next phase. Okay. Very, very valuable opt-in, very basic website. And then the third thing that you need as your foundation, and this is something you need forever. This is, again, this is not a, a one and done kind of scenario, but you need a content plan that works for you, that you can follow and that you actually stick to. Because consistent content, and it's been proven again and again, if you look at any of the big names out there that you aspire to be like, one of the things that they would have realized early on is you need to be creating content consistently. You need to be showing up for your audience. And there's lots of reasons why this is super important. Think like organic traffic wise, when you have a you know, bank of articles on your website that are getting trolled by Google, people can find you there. So you start getting like all the goodness of having free people coming to you just by showing up regularly for people who are following you and giving them new things to think about and new value. And, and again, building that trust, building that no like trust factor. Like there's, I'm, I'm not here to talk you into <laughs> a content plan, but I just want you to know that you need one. And again, I'm not here to say that your content plan needs to be X number of posts or X number on a certain platform. The really the, the key to this working is that it works for you because you have to do it because this is something that people get so much resistance about, myself included. So it needs to be something that is going to fit in with how you like to work, how you like to create content. And not everyone is a natural born content creator and that's okay. Some people are really good at chatting, such as you know me, I could talk underwater. So a podcast is a brilliant way for me to create content. Other people love going, being on video. Other people hate being on video. If you hate being on video, don't do video. Although you, know, you probably can't get away with doing zero video, you probably will need to do some lives at some point, but don't make it your regular thing, the thing that everything hangs on because you'll put it off, you'll procrastinate on it, and then it won't get done. This is what your content plan needs to entail. You need to be sending regular emails to people on your email list. Like there's no point getting them on there if you then just completely ignore them. That's a big waste of time and effort and possibly money on your behalf. So regular emails, I would recommend when you're getting started once a week is fine. If not twice, feel free to repurpose content. So you're also going to be putting some content on pick one social media channel to start with, uh, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, whatever is going to make the most sense for you, for your niche, for your, you know, for example, if you're a web designer, it probably is, makes more sense for you to be doing stuff on Pinterest, which is very visual or Instagram versus maybe a podcast, which is purely audio. So again, it's like, What's going to make sense for the content you create for the types of things you're showing or teaching or talking about? So just pick one. You're going to go all in on that channel. And then as part of that, you're also going to be committing to creating like a, a cornerstone piece of content every week. And that is maybe it's a video, maybe it's a blog post, could be written, maybe it's a podcast. So you kind of, you basically, you start from there, really you go, what type of content am I going to be happy to create? Can I do it weekly? If you can't do it weekly, do it, do it every fortnight. That'd be the absolute minimum though. Um, even better if you can batch it. Start there and then go, okay, well, 
when I create that content and publish that content, I'm going to need to send, tell people about it. So then you've got one social media post and you've got one newsletter. And maybe you want to create one other thing on social as a minimum a week. And maybe it's sharing more of a story, more behind the scenes. Again, this is something that we, and again, Insight Equals Empire, we have plans that we help people to, to go through when we give people prompts. In fact, this is so important. I know how much people resist it. It's one of the first challenges we give people when they join Ecos Empire is they have to commit to showing up on social media every single day, like just in one place, whatever's going to make most sense for them and in one way, but every single day for 60 days, just to like bust through the amount of resistance that people have to this and get them into the habit of coming up with content, sharing content, imperfectly doing it. Like it doesn't have to be amazing. It has to be good, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be content. And then also all of a sudden you're going to have all this stuff. It means after 60 days, you've got a real back catalog, which is great because you can repurpose for a lot of things. Yes. Foundation piece number three is you need to come up with your content plan, sit down, figure out what's going to make sense for you, And then you need to freaking stick to it. And that is a habit you are going to have as a business owner for the duration of your business. Yes, over time, hopefully you'll have people come in who can help you with parts of that. But particularly with business, you know, small businesses and businesses where maybe you are the face behind the brand, you're going to need to be probably contributing to that in some part. So you may as well buckle in and just get used to it from day one. So that's your foundation. That's just what you need to do day dot before you start doing anything else. And that just a little tip on there as well. When you are doing your content on social media or blog posts, whatever it is, make sure that you're, you're inviting people to come and get your awesome freebie every chance you get. So the end of every podcast, even halfway through or video, uh, in blog posts, on any social posts you do, TikTok stories, whatever is the new thing, when you, whenever it is you're listening to this, always be inviting people to come and get on to your email list to come and get your really awesome freebie. That's why it needs to be really awesome because when you're sharing it, you want people to go, oh, that sounds great. And they're going to go to all the effort of clicking on a link and putting in their email address. Believe it or not, that's a big step for some people. So that's your foundation. Get that down. You know, you're on your way. So the next thing that you need to do now, and like I said, this is the bit that gets that challenges people and that feels really hard and feels really slow and is very, very frustrating, but it cannot be avoided. This is where we're going to get into your your list building. If you do have a bit of a budget that you're happy to throw behind this to speed this up, you absolutely can. I would pick, again, one form of social media ads, whether it is Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, Pinterest even, whichever one's going to make the most sense and perhaps preferably one that you've got a bit of experience in or that you're happy to go invest and get some coaching in to learn how to do, you really do need usually a bit of help to get started in any of these. It's, they're not really set up that you can just kind of wing it for a while. It's a, you'll just burn a lot of money if you do. If you do have a little bit of budget and you do want to speed this up, putting some budget behind inviting people to your really awesome freebie is what I would recommend for you here. You're like, I'm, you know, I've got a few thousand, like, and when I say budget, $10 isn't a budget. (laughs) Usually depending on your niche, you're going to be looking at, like, if you're lucky under $5 a subscriber, if you've done your job well and your opt-in freebie is amazing, then, you know, hopefully it'll definitely be under $10. But these days it's getting more and more expensive and they could be, you know, eight, 10, $12 to get someone on your list using paid traffic. So this is why we, Say yes, use it if you want to, if you have the budget, 
great. It would definitely speed things up. It means that you could get that thousand people in, you know, in a few, three, four weeks versus in three, four months. But, you know, just be prepared, go in it with realistic expectations and don't try and do any crazy. So there's another thing, just again, just like PSA. I see a lot of people coming at this point and they're like going, okay, well, I've heard to grow my email list. I should have an SLO offer or something like that, or a mini but mighty offer or a tripwire or whatever. Yes, those things are great, but they are not, you are not in the phase of business to be doing those yet. I would hundred percent just recommend you do not try and do those things because none of them, like things that are necessarily beginner friendly, they all have a bit of a learning curve. They all take time. And also that particularly with those SLO offers, which we call a mini but mighty offer. And again, it's one of my favorite types of funnels, but they are designed for when people already have other pieces in place. Otherwise, all they are is a bit of a distraction. So if you do not already have a great offer, a funnel that sells that offer really well, all these other things set up, welcome sequence for your emails, all of that stuff, if you don't have that yet, then just putting that in, all that does is takes up a bunch of your time and energy and effort. And that's this is why I'm doing this episode. So I want people to be focusing on the right thing. So don't do any of that stuff. Don't worry about any of those shiny things right now. You're going to go back to basics with your list building. So one step one, as I said, if you have that really, really valuable opt-in and you do have a bit of budget and you can put some ads behind it, amazing. If not, that's totally fine. We don't, you know, that's a bonus. That's a nice to have. It's not a requirement. If you're going, and if you do, I still recommend you go down and try and balance it out with some more organic free list building methods just to help bring down that cost for you. And because also the things you're going to need to be doing going forward. So it's really good. um, And I like for everyone to try and think of themselves as like a bit of a mad scientist here because, and so inside Equals Empire, what we get people to do is to go through the four most popular free types of list building methods. But we say to them at the start, not all of these are going to work for you. Some work better for other, some people than others. And that's okay because they don't cost you anything, right? So this is an experiment. We kind of get you to go through them in a certain order. And it's just good information to know if something doesn't work, great, because then you know, okay, your audience, they don't love that. Or that isn't necessarily best suited for your niche or how you like to show up. So we just don't do that again. And the ones that do work, that's another awesome piece of information because you know as you're planning forward and as you're sort of putting some of these pieces into place for the next phase of your business, those are the things that you'll use for your list building. So think of yourself, mad scientist, totally okay if these things don't work. So here are some of our favorite ways to grow your list in this time, in this getting started time. First of all is Facebook groups. So take that really awesome freebie, go and and. Don't think of this as like other people recommend Facebook groups and like, oh, it's so easy. It's a few minutes a day. It's not. If you're going to do this properly, it does take time. You need to take time finding which groups you're going to use. You need to take time actually engaging those groups and not just being one of those jerks who comes in, drops links and run away. You know, you need to be in there giving value, but it can just be part of your, you know, your daily thing. Maybe you're an hour a day. I'm going to go into some Facebook groups and I'm going to comment and I'm going to give value and I'll share what I'm allowed to share. Yes. Sharing your freebies and your knowledge in Facebook groups is one of my favorite ways, free ways of getting your list building going. The second one is running a really, really targeted giveaway, which again, you promote inside Facebook groups. Like basically the promoting in Facebook groups is anything that you are doing as a list building, 
whether it's just your freebie opt-in or anything else, you then promote it in the Facebook group. So they all kind of come back to that eventually. Running a giveaway, I have a real love-hate relationship <laughs> with this uh, type of list building. And I always you know, want people to go into these things with eyes wide open. So first of all, some people will get the, if you don't get the value right with the giveaway, if you don't kind of get a little bundle together that you people are just going to get really excited about, again, you'll be surprised how many people, even when something's possibly free, will just be like, oh no, too hard. So you've got to nail the offer. You've got to nail the giveaway. That's the first thing. The second thing is that you do have to be careful that you don't end up. So some quite often these giveaways, they get shared on forums where people just you know, professional freebie seekers. And so you'll get all of these entries, which would be amazing. Like, oh my gosh, I've got all these people on my list, but none of those people are your target market. You know, like I said, you'll also within that, we'll get some, you know, these people who are part of your target market. It can be a really far, like if you nail it and share it in the right places and maybe yes, if, if it's working well, do some low cost Facebook ads behind it. Like you can get opt-ins for like a 10th of what you would pay for a normal type of opt-in. So that's why it can be really amazing. Or as I said, it can go almost viral and you can get hundreds, if not thousands of people opting in in a really quick rate uh, for free. This can be super powerful, but there's always going to be a percentage of those people who aren't the right people. So it's it swings around about, but it is still one, particularly for getting started, that can really help people get that momentum. So this is why we still recommend it, but we just do it with a lot of caveats here. Like we've had people who've run inside our program who've run giveaways and they've literally gotten like 3000 people sign up in like a week or two and they're just blown away. And, but then they've had to go through and, and cull and maybe it's actually only like 1500, which is still amazing, particularly seeing as it's free, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a bit of a tricky one. Third one. And again, this is an oldie, but a goodie is running free and valuable challenges. And again, these, one of the reasons I love to recommend these, especially at the start is for people to start getting used to the things that you're going to be doing later on anyway. And without the pressure of then trying to have to sell at the end, because you don't have an offer yet. You haven't done that yet. We're just spending these first couple of months is going hard on list building, learning as much as you can about your audience as they come in, engaging with them as much as you can. And then in the background, you, you start to create your offer. So when you do hit that milestone of a thousand or more people on your list, then you can go out there and, and launch your offer. But that really that the main focus is growing, growing your list. So running free challenges, as I said, without a pitch at the end. So you don't, so there's no stress in them. It's just show up, play, experiment, see what works running a series of free workshops. This gives you great practice for all the things you'll need to do if you're going to do webinars or online trainings at any point. So again, it's, it's amazing practice. It's all great information and you get to really see what does work and what doesn't work. Number five, teaming up with other people at a similar level. Now we normally recommend people do this towards the end of this list building sprint, because if you have no one on your email list, it's going to be hard to find someone who is going to be happy to do some kind of like swapsies kind of deal where you promote their thing, they promote your thing, or you do something together and promote it together because, you know, there's got to be something in it for them, right? So you need to have a bit of a list and they need to have a bit of a list, but it can be a really powerful way. That's called a joint venture or a JV venture. And then number six, and this is probably actually one you should do from the start. Everyone hates doing this, but this is how you get that first 10, 20, 30 people on your list. Like, yeah, you go from zero to something is you go out there and you leverage the networks that you already have, the people that you already know. You, you call, you ask for favors. You don't do this many times, but when you are starting a new business, 
when you go, hey, I've got this great new freebie. I think it's really going to help people. I would really appreciate it if you could share it and you ask, you know, you send it to clients. If you know anyone who thinks it would be valuable, I'd love it so much if you send it to them. You don't get to ask people often for these things and you, sh- you shouldn't do it too often, but this is a time when you can do it and it kind of gets you the, that first runs on those board, the first few people through. And often they're really targeted people as well. So it's kind of quality over quantity. For the, you know, you basically pick and mix, choose the ones that you think are going to make the most sense for you. Do a few of them. Don't just go all in on one. And then for 90 days, at least that's, this is what you're focusing on. Just going all in on your list building. And by the end of that 90 days, you should be at least at that thousand mark. If you have you know, been dedicated enough time to it, if you have been listening to what you know is working, isn't working and, and making some changes. And particularly if you've got some, you know, some good support and team behind you, which is what we do inside eCourse Empire to help guide you and, you know, sense check your opt-in pages, help to brainstorm titles that are going to convert and all of that good stuff. Then you've got your first people on your email, you know, you've got that thousand people on your email list, you're contacting them, creating great content, sharing it regularly. So you're building engagement, building trust. Now it's time to launch your offer. And my, my number one piece of advice with that is don't build it first. What you want to do is you want to keep your launch really, really simple. So we have a whole, like, we call it a beta launch, have a beta launch plan inside Equals Empire, which we take people through because at this point, again, this is actually still a test run, really. We want to know if this idea that you've got, like now you've got people on your list, we need to just test one more thing. The idea that you have, this, what you're creating, what you think they're going to want to buy, is it right? Is it what they want to buy? And you need them to vote with their credit card. Because plenty of people say, yeah, that sounds great. But when it comes to actually paying, it's a different story. Now you're going to do a quick and dirty launch. You're not, no bells and whistles. You don't need fancy sales pages. You want to keep it really, really simple, something you can get up and running. And you're not going to create the program first. Okay. Sell it first. Make sure people want to buy it first. And then you create it as it goes. You have, make sure it's, it's going to be a dripped out program and you definitely have one or two weeks in the bag when you go, you know, invite people in and start it. But then each week you create it as you go and then you're done. Then you're out of this phase. You have a list, you have an offer, you've tested that offer, it's sold. And then now it's time to move through to the next phase. Uh, So make sure you listen to our episode next week when we will go through that one with you. And of course, if you've been like, I love this action plan, but I would love to get some more help with this. There's, you know, there's a lot of a lot of information here, but you know, I've really loved some trainings. I'd love some templates. I'd love some email swipe files. I'd love some to be able to get reviews on my opt-in pages. I'm like, that is what we do inside of eCourse Empire. The doors are currently open. We are taking applications right now. So if you want to come and join us, just go to ecourseempire.com or just go to hellofunnels.co and go to programs, eCourse Empire, pop in your application, come and join us. It's an amazing, amazing program. We're so excited to support you as you go through this phase and all the following phases. We have everything you need inside this program. Not just, we've got the trainings, we've got the plans, we've got the support, we've got the feedback, an amazing community as well. You're going to freaking love it. We can't wait to see you inside. But until then, guys, we'll see you next week with phase number two, which just to remind myself (laughs) is when you have an audience and no offer yet. And we can't wait to dive in with that one with you then. Alrighty guys, till then, keep doing what you do and I'll see you online. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Doing It Online podcast. 
If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're ready to take your online course sales to the next level with your own six or seven figure funnel, let Kate show you exactly how today at stealmyfunnel.com.